Built Bar is our sponsor this half hour. Built Bar is healthier than your average protein bar. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for keto diets. Who are you, who are you selling this to? What do you mean? Uh, it's healthier than the average protein bar. That's what you're leading with? Well, I... How about all the flavors? They're really yummy. <laughs> they're really, 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 really good. Peanut butter, uh, cookies and cream, caramel brownie, uh, mint brownie, the the uh, the uh, coconut brownie. I mean, it's... Some of them have, like, pieces of real cookie dough inside and pieces of brownie yeah. inside of them. Except I mean, they're not... They're not bad for you. They're right. good for yeah, you. We should, oh, yeah. yeah. I right. mean, they're really, I mean, <laughs> you can eat them like a candy bar, um, and they taste like a candy bar. They don't have any aftertaste or anything like that. They're really good. Use the promo code BECK to get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code BECK for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. That's BuiltBar.com. <laughs> America, it's Tuesday, and we would like to begin with the definition of fascism. We begin there in 60 seconds. <sighs> real Estate Agents I Trust is the place that you can go and find a great real estate agent. If you are looking to buy or sell a home, you need the best person you can get. If you're looking to sell a home, you need somebody that can help you to, to say, you know, if you if you just paint this and this or you move this here or get rid of, as they said to me, get rid of the big buffalo head, not the buffalo head, not over the fireplace. Nobody wants to see a house with a big head hanging over it, but it's a buffalo head. Anyway, you need somebody that can actually do the things that you uh, you need so you can sell your home quickly and for the most amount of money. You also need somebody who has a giant list, has done the uh, the advertising enough to have people coming to their website over and over and over and over again. To be able to see your home, it's realestateagentsitrust.com. They'll also help you get into the right home for the right amount of money. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Isn't it necessary that all of us review our own attitude yeah. and say, yes, it is possible for men and women of goodwill to differ? Yeah, see, the secret to that is people of goodwill. Like, I can get along with people if they have goodwill. If they are actually looking for, you know, facts, if they are willing to be swayed by new facts, I'm willing to be swayed by new facts. You show me, <laughs> you actually sit down with me and show me how $1,400 a month uh, is going to end all poverty. I'm sorry, $1,400 check one is going to end poverty. Then I'm willing to read your Washington Post story. But you have to logically work that out for me. Too many people are not willing to actually tell you the truth. They're not willing to tell themselves the truth. 
And it's really, really super easy when you have people out there with bad intent who take things. I'm talking directly to media matters and George Soros people that take things out of context and then send them everywhere to all of the media outlets. And then those media outlets, because they're not honest and they don't look at media matters and say anything but they're on our side. They take those clips out of context. They take those clips and they make it into something that it isn't because you don't actually listen to the whole thing. It's not honest. Tucker Carlson and I were uh, torched by John Oliver over the weekend, and I don't really care, but I want you to know the difference. I need you to be able to say, here is the difference. Here's why we say that. We think that fascism is happening in America. We believe that if anyone who says my way or the highway is a fascist, when it comes to Dr. Seuss books, it is not fascistic for the family to say, we're not going to print this anymore. We want to change the we want to change the uh, the the drawings in this book. That's not fascistic. However, what happened after that is fascistic. eBay won't allow you to buy the book now. Well, wait a minute. What? Amazon immediately pulled all the books. Now libraries are pulling the books. Schools are pulling the books. That's fascistic. When the family says we're not doing it, that's one thing. But once you cross into a public library where I can get a copy of Mein Kampf, but I can't get a copy of Dr. Seuss, there's a problem. You know what is fascistic? Almost every story that is run on Dr. Seuss does not show any of the offending pictures. When you see the offending pictures, you're like, okay, yep, that's kind of an outdated stereotype. Mm-hmm. And nobody's defending that. But when you read a story and it won't show you anything, it won't actually let you decide that's fascistic. Everybody is jamming everything down everyone's throat. And if you don't agree, you should be canceled. Here's uh, here's uh, John Oliver. Talking about Tucker Carlson and I this Sunday. Now, that testimony was pretty newsworthy. But while some networks took the hearings live, Fox, unsurprisingly, barely covered it. In fact, across conservative media, you would hardly know the hearing had happened because they were too busy with this. Dr. Seuss getting canceled. The children's book publisher says it will stop releasing six of his books. The cancel culture going after Dr. Seuss tonight. Dr. Seuss books are now too insensitive and even racist for this mob. They are banning Dr. Seuss books. How much more do you need to see before all of America wakes up and goes, this is fascism. Oh, I don't know. Uh, a lot more? Because the books weren't 
banned, Dr. Seuss Enterprises decided to stop printing six of them, and a company deciding which of its own books it will or won't print is an example of free enterprise, not fascism. It would make as much sense to argue they're banning unicycles. How much more do you need to see before America wakes up and says this is transcendentalism? Well, the first thing isn't even true, and I've got no idea how you got from there to the second part. Ah, well, let me explain to you. Ah, ah, here's how I explain it. Ah, if someone was banning unicycles, ah, and, and, uh, and, and everybody went out and tried to buy them, and unicycles went from $5, ah, 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 to, uh, $1,500, you'd think, ah, 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 there might be a market for it. There's a market for these books. People were standing in line to get these books before you couldn't get them anymore. Uh, 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 It's not just a private business making the decision. First of all, he's right. The family made the decision. Then, then the publisher said, "Uh, uh, uh, we're not going to publish it anymore. Okay. Private business. Let's get into that here in a second. Private business. And a family. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. Now let's go to the libraries. Ah, that seems to be a, 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 a government institution. How about eBay? Ah, ah, ah. Private business. Private business. You know what's really interesting is how all of these private businesses are doing things that are against the Constitution, against freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of assembly, all of these things. Freedom to petition your own government. I have a right to petition my government and say, hey, what the hell is going on with coronavirus? Why are you behaving this way? Instead, uh, 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 they don't like it. And so all the private businesses are stifling us. Uh, Now, that's not uh, 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 exactly fascism. But let me uh, uh, explain how you got there. It's pretty easy. These huge corporations are now doing the bidding for the United States government. They are now, many of them are in bed with the government, doing business with the government. Um, I know you're not from around these parts, uh, John Oliver, but maybe you should read some some of our past presidents. Maybe you could read the farewell address uh, 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 from Eisenhower. He explained all of this. It's called a public-private partnership in many cases. And while we don't have Hitler, we uh, uh, didn't have Hitler when Trump was in charge. In fact, when Trump Trump was in charge, he talked a good game, but he didn't do the things that are being done right now. Stu Stu has a list of all of the things that that Cuomo has done. Cuomo is the fascist that they said Hitler was going to do. Everything they said, and I'm sorry, that Trump was. They said everything that Trump was going to do, Cuomo has done. But you guys don't care because you're not honest. 
by the way, uh, the thing that you said that none of us were covering, it was like it never happened. Uh, I covered it several times that day, but you didn't care to look. You just made a blanket statement that I didn't cover it. I did cover it. But it would require work from you. Oh, no. This is a warning sign. You don't just wake up in a fascistic government. You just don't wake up one day and go, whoa, we were free yesterday. It's baby steps. And I have no problem with the family saying we're not going to do it. They own the rights so they can do that. Why can't I sell my book on eBay? Why can't I do that? It's a collectible. Again, on eBay, I could sell Mein Kampf. But not Dr. Seuss. That's weird. And how they all get together and they all walk in lockstep. And if you disagree with him, you're mocked, you're ridiculed, you're isolated. Hmm. You guys should build a gulag. Don't you think? Let me... I I don't... I don't mean to be insulting. Yes, I do. But let me dumb it down for John Oliver. Down in the bowels of the HBO lot, where the truth goes to die a slow death and then rot, where the woke may talk freely and others may not, there sat in a green room upon his wee cot, a pundit who dreaded all social injustice, whose hair was cropped close like Caesar Augustus. Why bother reporting things as they were said when you can simply clip them and play them instead? Why bother with fairness? Why trouble your head? You'll sleep just the same late at night in your bed. And so to that Oliver fellow from Britain, who with clips missing all of their context is smitten, who likes to dissect what I've said and what I've written, who must chew on the great big old bite that he has bitten, I say with no malice for nuns to be trucked. Though my words you've cut short and my good name you've mucked, and the system of good journalism you've bucked, my advice to you is go out And get yourself a Blaze subscription so you can have access to everything that I might have said. And maybe you won't get it wrong next time. Yes, you will, because you're not actually looking for truth. Hey, it's Andrew Cuomo. And you know what really grinds my gears? The ladies. Hey, bada bing. (laughs) No, all fooling aside. It's the cyber criminals and their wacky antics. I come along, I steal your tax dollars, I give you a few back to make you think you got a leg up, and then BAM! Some cyber criminal comes along and forges a tax doc- document in your name and steals your return. Is there no shame anymore? I mean, what's next? And the cover ups. 
These guys are the masters of cover-ups. And they live in their mom's basement, always talking about, ah, my mom, my dad, ah. And none of them, even if they get caught, hey, they let free to do it again. I got to get some of these wise guys working for me. You know what I'm saying? It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. LifeLock works with you to assure your peace of mind and protect what's yours. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is there seeing the things that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. Save 25%. 10 seconds. Station ID. So here's here's the uh, subtle fascism, if you will. You know the book Up From Slavery? Have you ever read it? Booker T. Washington? Yeah. Okay. Up From Slavery is the true story of his life. The true story of his life. I have a copy. I have several copies that are from the first printing. And then I have several copies from about... 15 years ago when they started putting in right underneath the copyright we're not sure if this is a true work or if parts of it are fiction no one knows for sure if he really was a slave (laughs) wait 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 everyone was sure he was sure Everyone was sure of that. Now, no. I shouldn't say now. Then they questioned it. You know, 2008, 2010. Here's the cover page. Copyright 2015 up from slavery. No part of this may be reproduced or transmitted in any form without written permission of the publisher. Blah, blah, blah. If you're reading this book or you've not purchased it on your own, uh, the book has been pirated. Please delete and support the author by purchasing an ebook. Blah, blah, blah. This book is a work of fiction. And any resemblance to any person, living or dead, any place, events or occurrences are purely coincidental. The characters and storylines are created from the author's imagination or are used fictitiously, end quote. That's Up From Slavery by Booker T. Washington. When did we all decide that this was a work of fiction? When did we decide that Booker T. Washington, who actually wrote Up From Slavery, a story about his life, when did we write, when did we figure out somehow or another that he didn't exist? He was just making this up. He was a figment of his imagination. We are reimagining our history. The uh, Modern Library uh-huh. uh, did a list of the top 100 best nonfiction books in 1998. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number three book on that list was Up From Slavery no, by it's Booker a book T. Of Washington. Fi- no, it's a book of fiction. No, it's 100 best nonfiction. It was number three <sighs> You're of living all time. in the racist past. 
I suppose. I don't tell I, me. Tell me that this is not fascism. Tell me that this is not a coordinated effort to change our history and change what we know and to do it by force. Oh, no, that's just a private company doing that. Oh, okay. Okay. So just a private company is just erasing a man. I got this email in. Like to share what going on in Illinois schools. Diversity is all the rage, which, of course, I am fine with. However, I'm getting very concerned. My, this is from a teacher. My assistant principal came in to me this past Thursday asking about books that support LGBTQ groups. I do have some books in our library about homosexuals, but the focus is their contribution to the world, not their sexual orientation. But that's not good enough. She said she's going to give me a list of some other books she wants in the library. I'm frightened that she will request the gender fluidity books and transgender books that I don't think I can legally refuse to put in our library. It breaks my heart to see the lies that we are feeding our children. Furthermore, we are celebrating Read Across America uh, with Dr. Seuss. One of our fifth grade teachers felt it was important that she share with the teachers an article on how Dr. Seuss is racist. We are reading The Sneetches. We're reading it school wide, thinking this is a wonderful example of equality and accepting people's differences. But this article claims that because the story ends with the five or with the star bellied sneetches and the plain belly sneetches simply shaking hands, accepting their differences and living in peace, it is racist. It is. You just said the you gave the key word. You said, quote, I was thinking that this was a wonderful example of equality. Yes, it is. That's not equity. It is racist now if you're for equality. You must be for equity. According to the article, the story does nothing to encourage change within the power structures, and therefore it is racist. The only way to defeat darkness is by shining light on the truth. I was grateful to attend uh, Mercury One's teacher conference. I'd like you to consider me again for the next summer. Please, I apologize for the long email, but things are changing so quickly now in our Illinois schools. Do you have any advice on how I can handle these kinds of requests for me to put in the the library and take out of the library? Do I have any legal rights for the library? We're going to answer that next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you're one of those people who live with pain, let me ask you a question. What would you give to be out of it? Most of our pain comes from the inflammation in the joints and throughout the body. And I don't have to tell you that the human body can put up with a lot of inflammation. And then it just then it just breaks. I suffered from intense, frequent pain for years before discovering Relief Factor. Actually, before my wife discovered it and told me to take it. And it worked. I was shocked. It worked. If you're one of those people that are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's a clown on the radio. Listen, I got my life back. And deep down in my bones, I got my life back. Stand up. 
Stand up to the pain you're in and take your life back. Relief Factor, not a drug, but developed by doctors. And 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start now for $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84, relieffactor.com. And head to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Get it done. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Tuesday. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed joins us today. Yeah, I I see that uh, you're perpetuating the myth uh, that Booker T. Washington existed. (laughs) (laughs) Is this not crazy? What's next? Are you going to say that Helen Keller really existed? Uh, I hope not. Please tell me that's not something. No, that is something. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Helen Keller didn't exist. Hang on. Hang on. If you just joined us. Mm the uh on the copyright page of the new printing of up from slavery by booker t washington which is his story written by him <laughs> a few years ago it said uh, yeah, uh, uh, scholars aren't quite sure if this is a work of fiction or not we're not sure he actually lived in uh, in slavery now it says it is a book of fiction and all wow. characters have no likeness, no meaning to anyone who actually lived. It's Unreal. crazy. Unreal. But you're also protecting uh, the Helen Keller myth, I see. <laughs> she, please, you got a deaf, blind person who can't speak that wrote 12 books? <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever and flew an airplane by the way for a time uh i'm sorry and she was a motivational speaker okay what else did she fly too could she fly i think she probably could uh, you said she had an airplane of course she could fly. well uh, she yeah. flew without the oh, airplane without as well the airplane. Okay, yeah okay. she did fly an airplane but i think she could fly without so one. are they saying that she didn't exist or that she couldn't do any of these no things? there's a gen z thing going on now on tiktok that she just didn't exist and people are really animated about it really pissed off about it because i i think because Look, I can't accomplish anything but participation trophies. And this woman who had all these disabilities did all these great things? No, I'm sorry. I can't accept that. I think that's how it kind of started because I think people are, I think they're put to shame by what she did. And I'm not even a fan of Helen Keller. I'm not she a was fan a, She either. was a communist, but yeah. well, she, said, she did amazing things. Right. She was like, uh, you know, <laughs> nobody can do it by themselves. Uh, and mm-hmm. everything we learned about Helen Keller was that she was this this real, you know, individualist that would just would not be stopped. And in some ways, that's true. But as she accomplished everything, she said, basically, no one else could accomplish this. Yeah. I mean, it's the same yeah. thing that's going on Weird. now. You know, people who are up at the top of the food chain are saying, yeah, but you'll never be able to do that. You'll need me sort of slamming the door behind him. Exactly right. Exactly right. But she did exist. I <laughs> yes, she. Did I have exist. a friend who owns a lot mm. of her writings in her own hand. Right. <laughs> no, I, 
Can you believe this? Right, right, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Oh, I am calling him. I am calling him. Oh, yeah, go okay. ahead. He, he go owns ahead. her writings. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really hard to How did to she fake. write stuff which she couldn't even see her writing? We Thank have, you. How'd that we happen? Have a set, <laughs> we have a set of Bibles that uh, the blind used to use in the 1800s. Ah, blind before, Bibles. Oh, yes, yeah. they were mm-hmm. before Braille. Uh, before Braille, Pat. They were oh, able to read it before Braille. Okay. Wow. Wow, what an incredible... <laughs> maybe blindness and the definition have changed. Sarah, call Caesar, have him call M1, get one of those Bibles over here. Oh, Caesar, that's Caesar. a real person. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like Caesar existed too, I bet. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you okay. okay, you are the worst. <laughs> we are, we're actually in that time period now. We, we are. are. We're in that time period. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's mm. crazy. Uh, by the way, tonight on uh, television, or no, sorry, tomorrow night on television, the Wednesday night special is all about this kind of crazy stuff. And how these things didn't happen. They didn't exist. And uh, and uh, our uh, founders, I mean, we're going to get to a point where our founders didn't even exist. Do you know that the new curriculum, I think it's for Minnesota, for the United States of America, it starts 1619. And then it skips over the pilgrims and then it skips over the founding of America. It skips over uh, the Civil War. It uh, skips over uh, the, all of the inventions here in America, and then it skips over World <laughs> War One, World War Two, and it picks up with the atomic bomb. We go, so we go from, from 1619, 1619 to, to the atomic, atomic bomb. bomb. Hmm. Yeah, there's no mention of wow. Holocaust. Nothing. None of that stuff is in there. Wow. Yeah, it's well, it's not relevant. It's old, dusty stuff. It's not relevant. It was just a time of racism. And then so the so the British came on shore in 1619. They had slaves. Mm -hmm. They built the atomic bomb and blew up the Japanese. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's kind of hard to process. For no apparent reason. For no apparent reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So just us like vengefully bombing Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Yeah. There's no there's no no reason reason that started that process. Well, we're racist. We were racist Mm. in 1619. Racism continued until we finally got a bomb, and then we really Took our racism out on people. And there's no racism in the Pacific Theater whatsoever. No, there no. of course not. W- w- there wasn't no. even a Pacific Theater. We just bombed them out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. I Why mean, would they have a theater when they're too busy fighting war? Uh, hey, let's put our guns down. Let's go to the theater. It doesn't even make sense. It really dude. doesn't. It doesn't. Um, by the way, tomorrow night at uh, 9 o'clock, only on Blaze TV, we're going to be giving you some history, and we're going to show you how to fight it. Because... You need to fight it. And school teachers, if you are not on the front line, you're going to be part of the problem. Uh, because if you're if you're just like, I'm just I don't want to say anything. I understand that. I really do. But think of the children. Think of the damage that is going to be done on the children if you don't speak up right now. By the way, did you see Rush Limbaugh's death certificate? No. Yep. On his death certificate, uh, the uh, coroner uh, wrote for occupation. What do you think they wrote for occupation? Uh, Radio host? Mm. Best broadcaster ever? 
Mm. Uh, guessing those are not correct. I don't I'm know. not a guess. It's completely out. Yeah. Greatest radio host of all time. Okay. Mm. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. I like that. That's great. Hard to disagree with that one. Well, they'll find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. I think they'll find a way to do it. I thought they were going to put that on his tombstone, too. Are, are they? Do, do you know about that? Do you know? Have you heard if the, they're going to? I don't. I mean, who else? I mean, you, you, there's other people that would be in that conversation, obviously. But it's it's he changed the entire thing. I the, mean, he changed I mean, one of the bands. I mean, he saved an entire band of broadcast. You would have to go again. <clears throat> I I talked about this with the the you know the Mount Rushmore of radio. Yeah, uh, you'd go Orson Welles, who was a host, a radio host. You'd go maybe uh, uh, Bob Hope or Milton Berle. Yeah, if Paul you want to go Harvey? old-timey radio, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean, in the current... Paul Harvey definitely belongs there. Yeah. But in the in the modern <clears throat> era, it's only Paul Harvey and Rush Limbaugh. Uh, Pat, let me, yeah. give you, let me give you one other host you might want to compare, maybe put on that, uh, okay. on that no, Mount don't. Rushmore. Here, let's listen. If, oh, sausages, desserts, <laughs> really yummy, <laughs> no. cut with a spoon-style forks. You'll... Now, have you ever heard of a spoon-style <laughs> fork, Pat? <laughs> a spork? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A spork yeah, would be a thing. Yeah. No one would ever call a sp- <laughs> spoon-style <laughs> fork. fork. But, uh, you know, look, I want to make sure we get all the Radio Hall of Fame people <laughs> Thank up you. Pat, thank you for saying I'm always here to help. You know I was that. just trying to, to define a spork. That's all I was doing. You can call them sporks, but we have right. a lot of immigrants in this country. And they're like, what is this? It's a spoon style fork. That's it. I'm just trying to welcome all of those newcomers on our border. It's your claim that you cut uh, Omaha steaks with a spork. You can. <laughs> I'd like to see that, actually. Yeah. You can. I like that. I mean, you it can. is tender. They are it is. incredibly they are tender. tender. That's exactly right. A spoon-styled spork. spork is a spork. I can't even say it. It's a spork. So, uh, thank you, Pat, for yeah. dropping by. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pack Ray Unleashed available <laughs> wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you subscribe. I want to talk to you a little bit about Built Bar. Uh, you know, Stu was yelling at me a little while ago because I was like, you know, they're so good. Yeah. Let me tell you about all the health statistics of the Bill Bar. I was like, are you trying to sell Bill Bars or turn people off? They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Right. And they're, but the, the thing is, they're, they taste great and everyone loves them. That's so, why people okay, buy so, them. All right. But you have to be able to say, I mean, I could, you know, advertise candy bars and that's not who their target is. No. Well, you lead with a good taste. And then you kind of, I, I don't mean to, you know, to explain this to a. Radio Hall of Fame member. I mean, can you cut a Built Bar with a spoon-style fork? That's what I want to know. It's possible. <laughs> Built Bar is really delicious. Uh, I never ate it because my wife led with, it's really, you know, it's really healthy. It's good for you. It's a protein bar. That's the one that got me. Have you eaten protein bars? Yes, I have, and they're good. No, they're not. So I don't trust you at all. Then I ate one. They're delicious, really good. They're like candy bars, but they're healthy. It's BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BET. Get 20% off your next order. It's BuiltBar.com. Cut with a spoon-style fork. <laughs> promo code Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So I just got this from the vault, and I want you to look at it. Uh, this is uh, this is one of the big fake books. <laughs> one of the big fake books that don't exist. Uh, it is uh, it is actually a, a Bible. Uh, this Jeez. is just one, not even a whole book of the Bible. There's like five or six of them that are just for Genesis. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is pre Braille. Now tell wow, me. Now can you read amazing. it? Years and six months, and in Jerusalem, yeah. He okay, you can read for it. Thirty and so three years. Yeah. What they did is they actually pushed the letters oh through gosh. the paper, so you could put your hand and you could trace. Try to do it. Close your eyes and try to do it. I mean, there's. Oh my God! Never. You would say never, right? But somehow or another, people like Helen Keller did it. Oh my gosh. This is this is incredible. <laughs> I can't even imagine how long this must have taken to do. To learn. To learn, but I mean even to make the book. I mean So it's it's an amazing piece. So when you know Helen Keller didn't exist or Helen wow. Keller, she couldn't have done all those things. I just invite anyone to put your hand on this this book and try to read it yourself. You know what all the letters are. It's not like you're reading, you know, uh, bumps of dots of of Braille. You know what the letters are. You can read it with your eyes. Yeah, you can read it with your eyes. And there's absolutely no chance I would have to read it with no, my finger. No way. I mean, I mean, it's just like crazy. Even when I know what the word is and I try to like yeah, understand no. it, I still can't pick it up. No, that's incredible. Yeah. Jeez. So don't tell me that she didn't exist. By the way, um, the real problem at the border, the media and the Democrats are starting to say that there is a problem. In fact, one of them is uh, Henry Cuellar. He is the uh, congressman, de Democratic congressman from Texas. Uh, he says, I don't care if it's a challenge or a crisis. We can play into words. But let's look at the numbers. Since August of last year, the numbers have been increasing, especially in October, November, and December. We were hitting 70,000. In January, we had 78. And this is, again, this is with the Trump administration now moving into the Biden administration. He said, I don't care what we call it, but I can tell you the, this. Those numbers of people being released, they are withholding that information. They've been told not to withhold the information. I, I uh, now know that they are bringing people from McAllen over to Laredo, processing them in Laredo, and they're releasing them in my community. And it's gotten worse. Another Democrat said, I don't think, quite frankly, the Biden administration is aware of what's happening on the ground. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They know. Here is... Uh, Pasaki, who pasaks, <laughs> as she gave the press conference uh, yesterday about the kids in cages. Listen to this. Order said that they discussed capacity needs for unaccompanied children. Will they be making recommendations of the president? Is there a, a need for more capacity? Well, well, we know just purely by the numbers, Steve, that there is going to be a need, right? Because we have. Um, a large number of kids, uh, unaccompanied children who are coming across the border. We've made a policy decision as an administration that uh, the humane and moral approach is to keep these kids safe and get them into facilities that are safe. Oh, so keeping uh -huh. them, keeping them in some sort of a cell or a cage or a box 
I don't care what you call it. You're keeping them against the will against their will. That's a uh, that's humane. Now, are you saying the lions at the zoo are not safe? <laughs> They're very safe. <laughs> They're just inside a cage. <laughs> uh, that is a, it's an interesting uh, remix of of history. Because now they've made a this is about safety. When Trump was doing it, it was all about hatred. And it was right. just because they applied this this idea that Donald Trump was doing this for racist reasons. Uh, they made that decision on their own and they applied it to him. Is it is it for safety? Is it for uh, humanitarian reasons? You're separating children from their parents. You well, are having they, this. The, they're talking, though, in that clip about unaccompanied. Minors, I know. Right. I know. Because you've made this a big open party and you've said, if your kids get over here, then you can they can bring the family here. So families are giving their kids to drug lords, giving them the, the two mules. They're what? They're putting them on donkeys, <laughs> giving their kids to to mules and the mules god only knows what happens and coyotes right all these animals different various yes. animals they're giving them to and uh, yeah and, i mean because the because the idea here is they're like oh well the trump administration took the parent and child and separated them in the united states where the the wonderful biden administration is making incentives so that they separate before they cross the border and, the, and that should solve the issue and the drug dealers are doing the separating they're only having to pay $6,000 to the drug lords to have their kids snuck across the border. That's the humane thing to do. What the hell is wrong with America? What is wrong with people? I think it's because people don't know what's really going on. Have a very calm and happy conversation with somebody like that this today. Is the Glenn Beck program.